Hi, this is Ray Park. I play Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon Podcast. Check it out, listen, make sure the force is strong. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Weapon, episode 208. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark Jay, the Jedi Ross Ross, Jedi Jay, here with you in the L5J studios as I am again this week. Hope you're all doing well. It's grand to be here. It's grand times indeed. A lot of fun stuff been happening. Just got back from a weekend at Sobble Beach. For those local to the southern Ontario area, You'll recognize Sable Beach. It's one of Ontario's premier tourist destinations and vacation spots. It's a beach up north Ontario. Beautiful, beautiful beach. Uh, really, when you're on that beach, you're thinking to yourself, who needs Mexico? Who needs the Caribbean? That's how beautiful this beach indeed is. That was a very cool weekend, hanging out with the family. There was a car show going on. There was like hundreds of classic cars and new cars so many stingrays oh i love stingrays black stingrays silver stingrays old stingrays stingrays it's a goddamn batmobile i want one so bad someday i'll have one when this podcast explodes and i get all rich in podcast internet famous <laughs> so but until that happens uh, we'll spend our vacation days uh, at sable beach and uh, highly recommend it if anybody ever has a chance uh, there's lots of camping trailer parks around there so you can get a campsite or bring up a trailer and park it uh, and then you go over and spend the day at the beach and get a little sunburned and uh, have a few pops it's good times indeed so the car show yeah there was also a sandcastle thing going on yeah, like a sand sculpture competition, which was very cool to see. But uh, yeah, other than that, fantastic summer weekend, hanging out on the beach with the family and the boy. Good times indeed. I hope you are all having a wonderful, wonderful summer as well. We're about the midway point, which means it's time to start getting excited for Fan Expo Canada, which I am proud to announce that for the fifth year in a row, an Elgin Weapon podcast has in fact been denied for a press pass. Now, what are you going to do? Uh, as always, our, our good, good friend, 
and brother from another mother, Mr. Anthony Rutgazer, uh, is kind enough to let me be his plus one and such. So we'll be hanging out with him. And we'll be there in the trenches. Gorilla Pod, Punk Rock Pod, as always. Good times. Indeed, as that's going down. So, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, good times. So, if you haven't heard much uh, about Fan Expo this year, go look at the guest list. It's too numerous for me to get even into. I'll just say one name, though. Capullo. Actually, I'll say two names. Capullo. Hamill. No, I'll say three names. Capullo. Hamill. Conroy. Actually, I could say a whole bunch of names. Capullo. Hamill. Conroy. Ward. West. It's a bat fest for the battiest of freaks. Go see it. Uh, speaking of the bats, I just got home from the Suicide Squad as well. That was very exciting. I enjoyed it. I'll tell you all about that in a minute. Uh, another big exciting announcement. The Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi J is now officially in the eyes of the federal government of Canada. Legally prescribed to consume cannabis. That's right, kids. I'm prescribed. I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the med med train now, which is uh, very exciting. It's good to be legal. Thank you. It's good to leave my criminal ways, my criminal past behind me. Turn over a new leaf. Very excited to uh, to experience uh, the the preferred growers, as they are called, uh, that this country has to offer. So uh, really excited about that. Good times indeed. So, we're also going to be talking about Con Bravo, which was a very cool convention that I went to a couple of weeks ago. A convention unlike any I've ever been to. It was, uh, it was, it was different. I'll tell you all about that in a minute as well. At said convention, I got to finally meet the boys from Droids Canada Podcast. That's right. Todd and Dan. The Italian Jedi. It's good times hanging out with these boys. Very swell fellas. Uh, we found ourselves a nice little cozy corner in a noisy hallway, and we had a little crosspod action, which I will also play for you this evening. So let's round uh, back to the beginning. Uh, what was I talking about in the beginning? I think uh, I was talking about stuff, but what I'll talk about right now, uh, let's talk about, since it's fresh in my mind, let's talk about the Suicide Squad. Uh, just a couple hours ago, I got home from the Suicide Squad, and I really liked it. Uh, it wasn't the greatest movie ever. It didn't suck at all. Uh, I thought it was very cool. I thought it was very fun. I thought it was very over the top, yet certain moments really got you. I was so impressed with Big Willie. I did not expect uh, Big Willie to come with such hard styles. I really didn't. It feels almost like all of the popcorn movies he's made in the past and all the serious kind of dramatic movies he's made in the past... Really, it's like they were all in preparation for this flick. Like, he just steals it. Absolutely runs away with it. Yeah, Harley was great. Uh, a lot more Harley than I even uh, thought. Not quite as crazy as I'd hoped, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. She was good times, though. Uh, very well portrayed, but I really, I, I can't get over Will Smith. Like, there was a depth to that comic book character that I don't care if it's a DC Marvel movie or any comic book character that's been played to this date that was depth and a half that may be some of the deepest uh we've gone as far as comic book characters i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm so impressed it was good times got deep even felt it a couple times in, in the eye ducks you know what i mean uh the joker now 
I've always been a big proponent of the Jack Nicholson Joker. I love the Jack Nicholson Joker. I love how timeless in a way. Everybody says that Batman 89 is dated, but I don't find that. I find it like the animated series where it was made to seem timeless, like an old time yet a new time. I always love that about it. Uh, and this Joker, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I didn't think there was enough time to give enough judgment on how deep he could play it. But I think uh, there was some disturbing moments, some beautiful imagery. Uh, I'm not going to spoil too much here. I don't think I've spoiled anything yet, so I'll keep this spoiler free. But I really I really liked where he was going with it. I'm excited to see more. I'm excited to see uh, you know, how this fleshes out. Because it's a new take with an old style in a way. And I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, I liked that he... Oh, no. I was about to spoil something, but I won't. I'll keep it to myself. But it was a Joker that I thought was cool. It's not... Uh, I think there was a little bit too much hype about it. Because, I mean, the Joker's the Joker's the Joker, right? Like, I mean, yeah, Heath did great, and that was his portrayal. And, you know, still the Joker's the Joker. I mean, he took it to a point where it almost wasn't the Joker. That's why I think people really, really were affected by that performance. That was kind of a take on it we've never seen before and this is kind of one we've seen before but not one we should dislike because it's the one we've always loved and it's got a little gangsta to it kind of don't mind the gangsta he's not a joker like Heath's, where kind of came out of nowhere and you know had to establish himself this is an already well-established joker this is already the king of gotham crime this is already king of the underground this is you know, which is very cool that we come into it where he's there. He's got resources, yo. Resources. Lots of bats. Lots of Batman. Enough Batman for me to be happy. Way more Batman than I expected. Speckled throughout the film. But I I give it I give it a good times because I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, it is a lot of the things you hear in the way that it's described. Very frenetic at the beginning. Very rock and roll. Uh, very MTV, and then it kind of goes a little comic booky. And there were things I didn't love. It did go a little comic booky at the end, but I mean, it's a comic book movie. The thing I enjoy about DC is that they go for it. They go over the top. They try different things, and they they are dealing with gods more so than uh, this Marvel formula, which works and is great for Marvel. But I don't see why everybody has to do the any, the same thing anyways. I thought this was uh, something unique. You know, not the most unique thing I've ever seen. Of course, no. But, you know, a lot of these Marvel movies are a lot like the ones before them if you really dig underneath the surface of the plot, you know? It's a formula that's for a reason. It always works. They kind of stick to it, you know? I'm kind of actually excited to see Marvel maybe break away from that a little bit with because uh, this Thor Ragnarok, it sounds pretty damn out there. And I think uh, I think that could be quite rad. But anyways, if you like a fun romp, if you like a good, uh, you know, exciting, fun time comic book movie, go see this movie. It's great. It's, you know, it's good times. I liked it. I digged it. You know, it's not too long. It's not too short. You know, sure, there's some corny dialogue and there's some corny acting. Oh, Viola Davis, the wall was the wall, man. The wall was everything you expect the wall to be. Perfect portrayal by Viola Davis as well. Um, you know, and most people were good. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about how some characters aren't quite as flushed out as others, and you had a lot to deal with. And I think the ones that didn't have the time to get flushed out did such a good supportive thing that, it, you know, it worked. And, you know, there's going to be more Suicide Squad, I think. Scooby-Doo-Ba-Doo, Scooby-Doo-Ba-Doo, Scooby-Doo-Ba-Doo. There will be more Suicide Squad. 
you know, and there'll be more uh, more exciting members and stuff. I'm looking forward to the future. I like the DCU. I don't mind these movies. I loved Man of Steel. I liked Batman vs. Superman. I really, really liked Suicide Squad. I think Wonder Woman's going to be spectacular. There was a trailer for it before Suicide Squad. Uh, it was the one we've seen online. But still, uh, very exciting to see it on the big screen. She looked fantastic. She looks so good. Um, yep. Uh, make sure that you stay midway through the credits. If you go see the Suicide Squad, you don't have to wait all the way to the end. But you do have to go midway. And there's something very, very, very cool there. Uh, that kind of uh, suggests a, a new tone for the future, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's enough without uh, spoiling too much. You got to go a lot deeper than I just did, but uh, I'm sure you'll find me on some pod somewhere, sometime in the pod vest, discussing things more in depth. Somebody who's seen it, but it's still pretty fresh. I just got a chance to see it today, and today's Monday, so there you go. That's what happened there. Let's uh, let's move on to the next thing. The next thing is Con Bravo. This was a convention held in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And I wasn't sure what to expect uh, when I saw the guest list. I was very intrigued. Uh, it was a convention kind of in the sense of uh, what conventions used to mean. Far more activities going on for fans to get involved with and participate in than just say work like panels and typical workshops were games and there was a really cool electronics games room with a big tv on the wall people were playing something i don't know what but one corner of the room was retro so you had pinball and just stand up arcade and then one part of the room was just like laptops and another part of the room was just like you know uh desktop and people seemed to be playing every kind of video game you could possibly play. And even though it wasn't the biggest con in the world, it was really cool, the variety in that electronics game room. Uh, you know, things hooked up to computers I didn't even understand, like like kind of punch pads, like these long white kind of console things with big buttons on them. And people would be doing, you know, I, I, some sort of Japanese games. I don't know, but it was super, super cool. Uh, it was canceled at the moment I was there, but they had archery tag in one room. They had like a, you know, all the obstacles set up and a whole course. So they were playing LARPing and doing fun games. Lots of cosplay interaction. Uh, so comic book wise, this con was not a comic con. This con never at any point, you know, tried to present itself as such. I went initially, uh, applied for press and uh, very appreciatively was granted such. Um, because the Toronto Comics Anthology was going to be there. And I like to support them kids, as you know. Very, very, very uh, impressed with that endeavor. Everybody go to torontocomicswithanexit.com. You can pick up Volume 3 out now. Volume 4 is in the works. It's going to be exciting. Color, 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 color. Anyways, uh, yeah. So this was kind of a con as far as a convention. Like people meeting. There were guests, like anime voice guests and stuff. But a lot of the guests were things like YouTubers and bloggers and things, uh, cosplayers and gamers, and a lot more interaction than you would expect. Uh, the exhibitor floor felt like a con, but only there was only like two or three tables of people selling comics, including the Toronto Comics Anthology. Otherwise, it was uh, all artisan, which was kind of neat, you know? It's kind of neat to see that all that stuff on its own. So... Uh, that was cool. Uh, yeah, 
uh, it was a very rad con. It was a very rad experience. I, I, I can kind of maybe imagine that it was kind of like a, a smaller version of an anime North, which I have yet to attend. I'm not a big anime guy. I'm sorry. It's not really my thing or my cup of tea. But this was fun. Despite there being not a lot there to intrigue me, uh, I had fun. I met some really cool people, chatted with some, some really cool cats. I saw some really, really cool art made by some talented people. And uh, it was a really fun day. I recommend it if you're into any of that stuff. YouTubing, cosplaying, uh, you know, reviewing, whatever you're into. If it's something you're kind of doing yourself, personal publishing media, I don't know. Check it out. It was uh, it was really, really neat. Uh, while I was there, I got to meet, uh, first of all, I ran into Dr. Stevel, which was cool to, to chat with him, of course, again, because it's not a proper Ontarian con until you run into Dr. Stevel. If you're not familiar with Dr. Stevel, go to Facebook and just check out the page for Dr. Stevel. And uh, I think you like what you see. But anyways, uh, chatting with him, and then I got to meet uh, a couple of guys uh, from a podcast. Uh, a podcast I've been familiar with for a little while, a couple years now. I kind of remember when he uh, came on a scene there a little while back. Like uh, four years back there or something like that. Uh, that podcast is called Droids Canada Podcast. Uh, Todd and Dan the Italian Jedi. Uh, very cool to meet these cats. Uh, it's a fun show that they do. Uh, we hung out. We found ourselves a cozy little corner in a noisy hallway at Con Bravo. And we had a little cross-pod action. We talked about our past, how we started, adventures we've had, the wonderful celebrities and talented artists that we've met over the years some of the cool things that our uh, our shows have enabled us to do some of the cool people that our shows have enabled us to meet uh and it's good times indeed uh these guys were really awesome todd and dan uh really cool to meet you guys and i hope we get to do it again sometime uh, i hope to see you boys at fan expo because fan expo's coming kids good times indeed uh we'll be in the trenches as usual fifth year in a row denied for press pass that's right kids five years running now the streak stays alive and elegant weapon gets denied press for fan expo canada that's cool though that's cool because you know he's on the inside you know there's always someone special and fantastic there who likes to take us as their plus one because it's not right without an elegant weapon in the trenches you know running around the alley doing our thing right to talk to so many fucking people this year i can't even tell you man i'm seriously seriously i'm gonna talk to like a hundred people i'm gonna interview like a hundred people making fucking comics and shit at fan expo canada that's what i'm gonna fucking do anyways go see the suicide squad all right it's good times had a good time go see it it's part comic book movies eh uh, Con Bravo, go check it out next year. Uh, you might have a good time. It's, uh, it's, it's lots of fun. I had fun. Not my cup of tea, but if you're into any of that other cup of teas that I mentioned, do it! Do it! But either way, thanks, uh, to the fine people, Scott and the organizers and the crew and cast of, uh, Con Bravo for allowing me to come and cover the event and experience it. It was, uh, it was super cool indeed. Uh, Really, seriously, I was impressed with the level of uh, involvement people could have 
very hands-on, very, very fan-oriented. It's almost like a fan-ran con where the fans decided to invite themselves as the guests. It was really cool. Really cool idea. Go check out Con Bravo. Uh, I think that's about all I really have to ramble on about. I think I'll stop rambling now. Let uh, let the kids get on with it. The kids being myself and Todd and Dan of Droids Pod. Sorry, Droids Canada Podcast. Sorry, I almost screwed that up there. Uh, Droids Canada Podcast. Check it out. Fan Expo. Jay Fosgat. Our fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy will be there. Come see him, Anthony Rutgeezer, uh, the man with the plan. He'll be there, and I'll be there. Uh, but we'll try and squeeze another show or two in. I got two. I got lots of people to talk to. Tons of people to talk to. I can't even get to all the people I want to talk to. I'm working hard to do it, but uh, we're gonna get it in. So either way, we'll be back at you before the fan expo. But start getting ready. This month's gonna go fast here. Don't know why I'm stuck talking like this today. But thanks for dealing with it. Eh? Okay. So here you go. Here's my conversation from the awesome fun times that were Con Bravo with Droids Canada podcast. Todd and Danny, Italian Jedi. Okay, now here we go. Eh? So now we're at Con Bravo. Con Bravo. I'll plug my show first, Droids Canada Podcast, with myself, Todd, and the Italian Jedi himself. Hello. Dan. How you doing? <laughs> the Italian Jedi with the Russian accent. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It's, it's kind of like it's, it's, it's kind of like the whole Star Wars theory where, uh, you know, beginning of Episode Four, Princess Leia's got that nice British accent, and then towards the end, she doesn't have it anymore, and then the rest of the movies just kind of ask, screw it, I'm just going to talk American. That's pretty yeah, much, yeah. pretty much what she does. Pretty much, so. it's exactly what she does. Uh, and this is Jay, the Jedi Ross, J.M. Clark, uh, Ross Jedi Jay of an elegant weapon podcast. Oh, it's funny, we uh, tripped over each other because of Twitter, mm-hmm. and then we ran into each other Con Bravo, so that's the first time I ran into another podcast. So what we're doing is kind of like that DC Marvel crossover. We're kind of mashing, we're mashing everything together, and uh, everybody wins. <laughs> hey. Or someone goes home pregnant. But anyway. Hot hey. <laughs> babies. Hot babies. Oh, um, God, no. I remember when you guys showed up. Because I got really excited, and I was like, Droids Canada, this is just, you know, the kind of exciting thing I like to see. Yep. So how did it start for you guys? Um, for, I started the show, well, the show came in 2013, I started the page in 2012, um, it was just a fan page, I started, and then the evolutionary step cam, uh, then I needed to start a podcast, and I was with myself and another person um, who's no longer with the page, and um, we'd start doing just panel shows, and right, right. I realized how boring it was. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening now. Something's coming. Seriously? Something's big is I coming just, this way. I just seen my fourth Deadpool. Only your fourth? Yeah, like I said, though, this <laughs> yeah. is my. This is I'm. Uh, I'm kind of a rookie when it comes to the whole podcast yes, world. So yes, you know. you're new to our adventure. Yes, yes. <laughs> so on yours, uh, what is it that you like to uh, more specialize in? Well, at this point, see, it was kind of an evolution. You know, I started back in 2010, and it was just like me and a friend doing a podcast, just talking about whatever. Then at the time, the new 52 came out, <laughs> right just after I'd started. So we happened to just talk about nothing but the new 52 for a while. Yeah. Mm. And we were all comic freaks and star. I only called it an elegant weapon because I'm a lightsaber freak, right? It had nothing to do with wanting to be like a Star Wars podcast. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of evolved that way. 
That's a loud Deadpool. You know what? It's Deadpool. hilarious. It is Deadpool. I was at, uh, where is it coming out of his ass or something? Like, where's that music coming from? I don't know what's happening. Uh, hey, look at this guy. Yeah. Hey, look at this guy over here. It's funny. When you say about the lightsaber thing, I was in the uh, happiest place on earth. Not Tijuana, but uh, Disney. I was in Disney last May, and my kids like the Star Wars as well. And uh, I got to meet uh, Kylo Ren, got in a little fight with him. Nice. Because he wouldn't uh, wouldn't take a picture of him stabbing me with a lightsaber. Oh, no. So I wanted to do that, and I kind of called him a dick, but it was all good. But um, it's funny because we bought lightsabers, like the nice, you know, good ones from Disney, and uh, we couldn't bring them on the plane. Oh, no. It's considered a weapon. You actually have to check. The elegant <laughs> weapon, you actually have to check. I had to wrap it in a rifle box. What? to be able to put it on the plane because it's classified as a weapon. But how? Like, in what way? A children's toy. They would not allow it on the plane. That it was is something so else. weird. That is so weird. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, like I was saying there, though, I, I, we just started talking more and then I started going to cons and started interviewing a lot of the... because I already knew a bunch of the comic community people oh, yeah. and then it just grew and kept going and going. My other guy, he left to do other stuff and I just kept it going. And it's grown into uh, the fun time it is now. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, the stuff we get to do. We are saying earlier. It is. It's an enjoyable, you know, it's always an enjoyable experience just kind of walking around and talking with people, seeing what their interests are. And like I said, I kind of a little bit of a fish out of water in this one because, yeah, you yeah. know, being my first con, I'm, you know, looking around, my head's on a swivel, like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you guys are a bit more of a filled out organization than me. I just run around with my little H1 and... Gorilla Podcast, but I'll you guys start. have opened up into videos and YouTubing and this and that. Yeah, we've, we've started by doing some literally sitting at a Tim Hortons with a, you know, with a phone and pressing record and just catching the, you know, the amazingness of people and the kind of like malarkey that comes out of people's mouths. Yes, I said malarkey. <laughs> I just wanted to use it in a, use it's it in a sentence It's a new thing today. now after Biden brought it back the other day, right? Oh, yeah, that's Biden. Yeah, Biden, Biden brought that shit back, man. He brought it back. He is sick of Trump's malarkey. That's he, all it is, you know? He is full of malarkey. <laughs> so uh, what are some highlights, say? What, what are some of the grand adventures you guys have had in your show over the years? I mean, over the years, we got to interview a lot of people. We made a lot of contacts. Like, we became friends with, like, uh, one of the main zombies on The Walking Dead. Chris Harrelson's got his own show called uh, What's Cracking Pod, which you can find on SoundCloud. Cheap hop for him. Um, it's a really good show, and uh, he talks about, you know, he talks about the things he's into, which is like DC. Like he was all right. over the 52 as well, like you right. were, and uh, he's really heavy into, uh, like, you know, all the different types of comics out there. And I think, and now he's doing all these different sh um, shows. Like he was recently on a couple, a movie with Liam Neeson recently. Um, if there's a trailer that just came out called Office Party nice. uh, with Jason Bateman and T.J. Miller. He's in that right. as well. Right. right. Um, and pretty excited. So where's he out of then? He's out of Georgia. Oh, okay. Does he Skype into you? Uh, he Skypes in. Um, yeah. He came up last year for uh, Corn. Sorry, this year for Cornwall. Cornwall okay. Cape. Okay. So we got to meet him in person, and uh, it was a really cool times. So that's like that. fun. That's fun. Um, the Walking Dead cast. Any of them, if you ever get to meet, are just the coolest people. You know, I got to meet Michael Rooker back in 2013. Nice. Um, nice. I did a photo op with him, and we ended up having a good like 15, 20 minute conversation. And he's a really nice guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he does not like to talk about Meryl at all. No. I don't know why. <laughs> I think Meryl's my favorite character in The Walking Dead. Right. Um, and the governor thereafter. But uh, right now it's going to be Negan because that guy's vicious. He doesn't know anything. Uh, I'll tell you one thing about Dan. He's deathly afraid of zombies. Oh yeah. I mean, deathly yes, afraid. I, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Childhood. Childhood. 
good experience. That was Thriller, wasn't it? Was that, it, it was, was Thriller. thriller. It I, was. I, I, I remember no, I, going into Kmart or like Zeller's as a kid, and they'd be playing the making of Thriller, like on a monitor, oh yeah. and just watching that scared the shit out of me. Are you kidding? No, I have a uh, brother, Simo. Uh, he was uh, big into the horror movies when I was a kid. He made me watch uh, Return of the Living Dead with him, and we lived next to a cemetery, and I was just a little kid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he used to spend many nights going brains, and it scared the crap out of me. I know they're not. I know they're not real, but literally, like, yeah. I had a buddy and his wife. They were zombie groom and bride for Halloween, and he started doing the zombie walk towards me. He starts sweating, legs start getting. I'm like, I can't do it. I couldn't even watch I Am Legend. Really? Couldn't do it. As soon as they start, the people start shaking. I'm like, turn it off. Away I go. Resident Evil. Nope, not gonna do it. Not even CGI zombies. No, no. Well, um, I actually look away at, like, my thing is Game of Thrones. Right, Game right. of Thrones, I love it. Love it. A huge right. fan. Yeah. And um, yeah, I actually, like, look away sometimes when the White Walkers are coming. Because it's kind of... Yeah. Well, Dan has been on the show before Game of Thrones. We had a couple other episodes. We did Tim Hortons. Uh, we did one where we talked about Tom Selleck eating a sandwich with waterfalls. Yeah, is that Tom what it was? Se- Tom Selleck <laughs> with waterfalls. That sounds fantastic. If you, if you Google out, like, Tom Selleck waterfall sandwich, it'll be a series of pictures of Tom Selleck with wa- uh, in a waterfall with a different type of sandwich. That's amazing. That's hilarious. I didn't know that existed. Tom Selleck waterfall sandwich. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> it's, it's random. It's just random. That's one thing I love about uh, Motor City Comic Con. I go every year out in Michigan. Is uh, They're uh, a Walking Dead heavy show. Yeah. You know, some shows are connected or whatever, and they get tons of Walking Dead cast yeah. every year. I've gotten to meet. Uh, the first year I go in, it was my first year at Motor City, and I walk in, and... Uh, it, the hotel is connected to the convention center. Yeah. So the lobby and everything, like you're mingling with all the celebrity guests and everything. And I go out to the patio, and there's Scott Wilson just sitting by the fire yes, and having a cigar. Yep. And I was like, do you mind? Like the seat was free to him. And I was like, you mind if I have some motors? Blah, blah, blah. And we end up talking for like an hour. Not recording, not no, talking, no. just chatting. For like an hour drinking whiskey darts, sours and hacking darts cigars, with the walking man. dead. Oh, <laughs> say oh. hacking darts. Hacking darts. Uh, <laughs> nice people. Jane McNeil, who was uh, Patricia Otis's girl yeah. in the beginning. Wonderful, wonderful lady. Uh, just yeah, super cool people. Uh, we we met Scott Wilson at Niagara Falls Comic Con last year. Nice, really nice man. Very gentle. There's, yeah, I can't yeah. Really explain it. It's yeah, very. You know, he asked like, well, "What's your show about?" And I he's told so him, calm. and he's just like, "Oh, it's really nice." Uh, and I'm like, I can't ask you because if I do, I'll get shit. Because his handler is like ten feet away. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you look at my blackball. It doesn't matter. I'm already blackballed. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually one of the nicer guys, though. You talking about the big guy that no. he has with black hair that he always has with him? Oh. I think might be his handler. Um, he's a quiet guy, but he's yeah. not like some like we were talking yeah, earlier. But, you know, the yeah. thing the thing about Comic Cons is that they tell you before you even come in that you can't just walk up. You know, yeah, you've got to work it out. Yeah. There's an etiquette, you know. There's an etiquette. There's, there's like a politics you got to play. Um, and I've done some gorilla style interviews as well. I think right. one of my favorite interviews we ever did was with uh, Robert Picardo. Nice. Um, yeah. The other show did it, and it was probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Yeah. We talked about dildos. Robert, okay. hey, I would not expect it was that. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Ricardo is quite a funny guy. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, we we've done interviews also with um, Doctor Who: Dark Journey uh, by AM Audio Media. They're nice. very popular yeah. in the yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the Who. You guys love the Who. I don't mind the Who. Like, oh, I'm, I, I, Eccleston is all about. To me, I was a huge fan of Eccleston. Right. Um, not a fan of Smith or Tennant. Okay. Couldn't yeah. get into it. Right. But right. Um, I'm into Capaldi right now. He's right. not a bad doctor and. You know, they brought me into that world. 
and because sure, yeah. I, I knew Doctor Who, obviously, everyone knows who it is, no pun intended. Right. But <laughs> and, you know, I just gave it a shot, and I was like, that's okay. And now they they're uh, they got some audio awards for the things they've done, and now they have their own podcast now, and yeah, they're yeah. they're branching out and. Um, we've there's also so many who casts out there. Oh, there right? is. There is. Oh God, I have, so I have a friend who has a show called the Dr. Squee Gallifrey po- Stands Podcast out in London. Okay. And that's huge down there. That's obviously huge, Dr. Right, who. Right, right. But he always interviews somebody. There's yeah. always somebody at a con that he could sit down and talk to with. And he's very yeah. knowledgeable in Dr. Who. Unfortunately, I'm not. Right, you right, know. right. Um, I just got back from Montreal Comic Con where we sat down. We got to hang out with Manu Bennett. That was that. Oh, my God. That guy is amazing. Yeah? Uh, the conversation, conversation, Don, you're going to be Manu. Uh, this is not the conversation. Put your hand on and shake your hand. Hey, how you doing? Go back to Arrow, please. Thank you. <laughs> at the end of the conversation, like, sir, thank you for meeting you. Um, by the way, please go back to Arrow. <laughs> he kind of squished my hand a little bit with that one there. Oh, He's a big guy, but too. Like I said, being a, you know, completely off topic, that's kind of one of the things we do. We just passed a guy who was a mashup of Spider-Man, William Wallace, and Captain America. <laughs> I don't know which one to be, so I'm just going to be all of them at the same time. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. We just saw a Canadian Spider-Man outside. Yeah, there's there. not wrong with that. That's, that's fantastic, right. man. Like, yeah. I see the mag- magnificent ladybug outside over there yeah, coming in. Yeah, never seen so. have a mask on earlier. Yeah, she doesn't have the mask. Now she does. I'm going to have to get a picture of that. <laughs> but, you know, you know, we had our ups and downs with the podcast. Um, there, was a, there was that one time... That we pissed off Stephen Amell. You pissed off Stephen Amell. That's not an easy feat. No, <laughs> not really that hard. Not it wasn't really, really that, that hard. hard. <laughs> it, it's where I failed the English language, and he called me out for it. Uh, uh, he, um, they just did a cast. This is before TMNT two came out, and there was an announcement about how, um, you know, they got what's his face to play Baxter Stockman, uh, Tyler Perry. Right. I right. don't care for him. In right. Slightest. I don't right. think his acting's any good. Sure. Um, I'm sure he's made good films, yeah, but yeah. just not ones that I've ever watched. Yeah. And uh, when they announced that, it said that, oh, Tyler Perry got signed to his Baxter Stockman. And I did notice the sub blur behind it said Stephen Mel just signed it in Buffalo because they shot a lot of fil- film in Buffalo. And I was like, ah, whatever. So I shared it in my page. I'm like, oh, great. Can't wait to see this film fail. Oh, no. And I meant it in a completely joking fashion. Yeah. And I went to sleep that night. Because it was a late night post. I woke up the next morning and I got one million hits to that post. What? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you pissed off. I got bombarded. I got. And then, the, and then the first comment on the thread was Stephen Amell himself. Wow. It says, good to see that Canadians are putting it out, uh, putting good luck out there or something oh, like that. Oh, no. And I got flamed. I mean, oh. I got, I'm going to fucking hunt you down and kill you. Oh, my God. All these dude. different people were flaming the shit out of me. Hey, I, I'll show you the see, post. they wouldn't have seen the post if he had That's right, because they the saw comments, him comment so it over. Him, he, should, so, and thus, he knows he's he sick of the page. Yeah. That's how we nice. hey, <laughs> If I had that power, I'd do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> man. Maybe. Maybe he saw the trending. I, I don't know. Because, you know, that's what I like about Stephen Amell is that he's one of the only celebrities out there that actually controls. Yeah, he's on his own Twitter He's on his own. And I... The fact that he does the, uh, like, he'll do an hour of, you know, live tweeting with fans and whatnot and, like, reach out just to the regular Joe, anyone who comments, that's totally cool. Right, yeah. That's totally cool. Like, me being new to this whole world and whatnot, when I saw that, I'm like, you know what, this guy's all right. Yeah, yeah. well, my buddies, I got uh, two of my good buddies, uh, Francis and Josh, who are uh, also members of the Points of Interest Podcast Network that Josh and I run together, they just did their first San Diego. And uh, they got to do the press table room where they just, they sit at your table, five minutes, move on, move on. And they got to do the whole cast. 
Yep. And for like like ten seconds each, basically they got to ask one one and uh, yeah. yeah I haven't I haven't heard it yet, but uh, they said all of them were just absolutely lovely. You could tell they were tired, but they were just still pushing it through. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I mean? all the celebrities I met up there. I mean, I've only had maybe one bad experience with a celebrity of all the ones I've met, and yeah, the ones that you mm-hmm. think that would be a real dick to you are not like Hasselhoff coming out of the gates. I thought he was gonna be a dick. Really? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Just you know. He's that type of guy that he's like, you know, he's got his nose up in the air or whatever. Right. And when I met him, he was hilarious. He had everyone laughing. He was singing the Kung Fury song to everybody. That's awesome. Oh, he was, he yeah. was, he was yeah. really good to work with. And, you know, we really enjoyed working with him. Um, you know, but, I mean, that's, that's few and far between. You, know, you get the rumors of, you know, how certain celebrities act like this or act like that. And then you have to worry about going into when you're recording a podcast with them. Or just even meeting them in general. Those things you need to worry about. It's, it's a nice surprise to find out yeah. the exact opposite. And plus they're human. They have bad days. Like, if Absolutely. you catch someone on a bad day, you have to give them that. Like, you know, unless you get, you know. Oh, I have bad days. Unless they have a reputation. Oh, yeah, totally, you know. And yeah, this guy, this guy here needs his own handler for the bad days. <laughs> uh, when I know that um, I may have done something stupid, I get someone else to do the emailing. Nice. Because nice. Uh, I'm not well-liked. Take a minute and think about it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just one of those people that apply logic to everything. You know, sure. do, I, do I get a media pass or don't I get a media pass? Why didn't I get a media pass? Why did you take away a media well, pass? Well, you have to go in with a certain amount of confidence, too, that you're doing your thing and your thing is worth being there. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of them will, you know, it's almost like peer pressure, like bullying from a lot of the the, the people involved with some cons. Because, you know, it's a bit of a power trip You know, for some at people. the same time, though, I've worked with some really amazing promoters out there. And oh, I'm, sure. I'm going to stand by that. Like, sure. I mean, yeah. I'm going to put Con Bravo, I'm going to put him up on a pedestal right now. Because the moment that we walked into that room and picked up our media pass as an example today, I agree. completely professional. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they make sure, and they want to distress, and they want to distress that we do not draw dicks on our media passes badges. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> someone, they, somebody did. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't understand why you're telling me this, but okay. No, uh, what's his name? Scott, I believe. Scott is Scott. a very nice guy. Haven't super met nice him. Guy. And uh, you know, he was actually even visibly relieved that it actually finally got through to me because there was a little bit of a delay yeah. in the in the pass application, but. Uh, you know, he was very genuinely happy that I got it, and then I got it's here. It was work. incredibly uh, gracious, you know. So, yeah. so far, this one's a thumbs up for me, absolutely. Even though this isn't my real cup of tea. Yeah. Like, I'm not a real big anime guy. Nope. I'm a Star Wars comics guy. Yep. Which you're not getting tons of here. But, kids, if you do come down to visit, even though you, you can't because this is over, because this isn't live. Oh, tomorrow. The Toronto Comics Anthology uh, is here, and uh, I'm a big supporter of those guys. Yep. So, uh, I came out to visit, and... Uh, yeah, it's cool though, man. It's cool when you get to see something that's a little yeah. different vibe than what you're used to. You know? It's good. Like, I mean, this is our first Con Bravo, and I was very Me hesitant. Too. Yeah. Me too. Very hesitant yeah. because I am not like the big. My biggest anime of all time was Akira. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I can tell you anything about Akira and Ghost in the Shell yeah. and Ninja yeah. Scroll. Like that was my childhood when I was growing sure, up watching. Yeah, and yeah. now they have Bakugan or what? Oh, it's I, untrackable. Like you can't keep track of these. There's so much. Jengon Ranpa. What? what? Dangun Ranpa. What the fuck's that? Yeah. That is the Explain. one that uh, I don't even know what it is. I have some kids that are into anime, and that's the one. It's Dangun Ranpa and Totoro and uh, Sailor Moon. Of course, everyone knows that. You know, nowadays kids are going to start learning Japanese before they learn English. That's, that's right. Much, you know? Things are going. That's yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I've also worked with, you know, and this should be a wake-up call to a lot of promoters. There's a lot of bad things happening at cons right now mm-hmm. where, um, like, I'm not sure if you heard about what happened down in the States with Texas. Which one? Uh, <laughs> a few I think it was a super con, maybe? 
that uh, the guy didn't have all the money put aside yes. for the Sons of Anarchy guys? Yeah, that yeah that whole that and was a, a mad debacle. And that's not the first time because I mean I have people who are on the the uh, convention circuit as celebrities that has gone to conventions and has done the work, right. and just to find out they're not getting paid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so not, that's yeah, that's got to be you know. Pay your bills. You're hiring these what people. About pay your bills. What you're basically yeah. doing, yeah. right? You're hiring them to bring people into your show. You know, they got to take a uh, little, all, little yeah. page out of the Game of Thrones. A Comic Con always pays their debts. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's also a time when anybody and anybody's trying to throw a con. You know, there's, that's true. Like I mean, so much craziness going there on. There is a lot of little cons out there, yeah. and I'm not. I'm some not, are fantastic. Some are fantastic. And some just aren't quite there yet. But you, you also know? have those ones um, that are just throwing a con, you know, every couple of months, and it's small, and hoping to God that someone shows up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite shows of the year around the region is the GTA cons. I went to that one. We were actually there uh, as a podcast. We actually had a setup there. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I was, yeah. I'm not sure if you went this year. You know what? That might have been where I might have met you. I might have met you there because I've gone the past couple of years. Was it this year that you were there? I was there this year. Okay, with, well, and I was I beside Del Margado's show. Okay, right. Yeah. You know who Del is? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were, and I got to meet him, which is a really nice guy. And we, you know, it was a really, it's a small quaint. Yeah, it's a one day perfect con in my it mind. It doesn't need to be more than two. One day the perfect kind of balance of exhibitors, the artists, the cosplay, the wrestling even, yeah. they set up the ring and stuff. Yep. And Steve's an awesome guy yep. who runs that shit. And yeah, I love that one day event. So we're know. hoping that next year we get the nod to come back. We had a lot of Absolutely, fun. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We've already been guaranteed back at two other conventions. Nice, so we'll, nice. we'll see how that... It's good. Once you get like a good relationship going on, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, it's nice because then you can kind of also plan for the next year. Like next year, I know I'll be at Philly and in Motor City. Motor City, so, yeah. you know that you brought it up. It you know it does sound like a good idea. It's and an it, amazing convention. Philly, and there's at least comic wise in the comic community, Michigan and Ontario are very tight. There's yeah. a lot of cross action yeah. going on. See for myself, I gotta somehow somehow make it out to the Philly one because part of the list is a run up the stairs like Rocky. <laughs> nice. That's what everybody so, does when they. Yeah, have to so I gotta do that. You gotta light a dart. What's that? Yeah. Was? It's gonna be <laughs> hacking <laughs> hack darts. With rock. I looked how huge there because uh, my boy Stan Kanopka of Nemesis Studios, he was the original sponsor of my podcast. Yeah. And he is the Artist Alley coordinator for the Great Philly Con. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, before he had that position, he would brought me down just to hang out and kind of be at his table. Right. They, their host didn't show up or something. They had no moderators. So he went to, you know, the head guy. He's like, I got a guy. And I did the moderation that year. So for the next two years... They've invited me back to do that, and yeah. that's been like an insane, insane experience you know, to get to do something really like awesome. that. Like that's one part of the uh, <clears throat> environment we've been trying to get into, and we're not getting yeah. promoters biting on it. It's hard. You got to get. You got to be in tight. Like I wouldn't be doing it. I will fully admit it's because of Stan and Chris yeah. and Carly who run the show, and that we're friends that but I got that chance. It's very frustrating that yeah. they don't look to branch out, and that's yes, my, yeah. it's my only negative that I've ever really had about conventions and anything is that they don't ever want to branch out to another guy. Yes, yeah. Like, I mean, there was a situation with uh, Steve as an example where Vern Troyer yeah. wanted him to moderate the panel. Yes, yeah. And they didn't want him to moderate it. In the end, he ended up doing an intro for Vern because right. Vern requested it. Did anybody moderate it? Some nobody. So that's the thing. That's, that's where my frustration comes in is that I have been to panels with Ric Flair yeah. and Mick Foley and cosplay panels and whatever... And the hat, or um, what's his frickin' name? Uh, Tom Savini. Right, right. right? Tom Skerritt? <laughs> Not Tom Skerritt. Everyone's friends with Tom Skerritt. 
No, uh, he's even my friend on Facebook. No, um, <laughs> it's just you go into this panel and they bring in the celebrity. The guy's like, I know, this is Tom Skerritt. And then Tom Skerritt comes in and the guy's like, I don't know what to ask. Yeah, you and then you're sitting in that, that panel going, and the guy's like, so that. Tom, tell us about our life story. And you're like, yeah. ah, fuck. Well, one of the reasons I got that gig was because they had another guy doing it. Uh, do you know who Jim Steranko is? Legendary comic figure, right? Legendary. And the moderator came in and had no clue who he was. Yeah. And I think after two questions, Steranko, and he's like a like a Jersey, like kind of, yeah, you know, gold ring wearing guy. I'm you know? kind of guy. Yeah, he's just kind of, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. hey, I probably so know a guy who knows a guy. So he this guy and he goes, do you even fucking know who I am? And he gets up and he leaves the con. Not just like the panel. He gets up, he leaves the con. He's like, I'm out. So they were like, we can't have that happen again. And I was like, okay, well, I'll prepare and everything will be good. Well, the, yeah. the Ric Flair one, the, the guy that was doing the panel didn't show up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they just cool. had some volunteer snot-nosed kid. Yeah, you like, can't. Ah, yeah. here's Ric Flair. Yeah. And everyone's like, you know. Awesome. Good job. So yeah. clap. <laughs> Whoa, clap. Well, this year was my big Star Wars luck Yeah. Because uh, uh, this year, because uh, they... I always ask for, the celebrities are always nice enough to let me put the panels up on the show. Yeah. So this year I got uh, Ray Park, which nice. was a phenomenal experience. Yeah. He is the nicest, coolest guy. I hear uh, that, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's so, he's, he's so eager to go. Like, I couldn't keep him in his chair. Like, he's acting out all his, like, you know, oh, yeah. stories that he's telling. So when you listen to the show, you can hear, like, his feet thumping around oh, on the stage and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Julian Glover was there as well. Tom Kane, the voice of Yoda. Yep. Uh, Matthew Good, the uh, he's the uh, sound engineer for Lucasfilm. I was gonna say the singer. No, he's uh, he's also Grievous. He's the voice of Grievous. Okay. And so I got to meet all these incredible people and talk to them this year, and it's mind blowing. I would have never expected that to happen in life. You know? It's bad that I don't want to make us an everything is automatic pun. Um, I, it was going <laughs> in my head. Apparitions. Apparitions. It was well, funny. I actually saw Matthew Good in this convention center. Maybe we'll have to get you guys down to Philly next year uh, and, and uh, get a little uh, panel Road trip. going on or something. We get, invited, uh, we get invited every year to Phoenix Comic Con, which awesome. is fantastic. Yeah, they uh, load us up with like five or six media passes. Nice. Give nice. us full days, and I'm like, I have a friend who lives there and it helps me out, and he only goes one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one guy, and I'm like, oh, this is such a waste. So that's kind of on the radar next year. Uh, next year we're also going to New York Comic Con. That's one I still got to get to too. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's. Uh, that's, That's a, a bit of a dream right now. That, that is a dream right now. Yeah. yeah. C2E2 was a hell of a show. You know, I heard that. that. Was uh, crazy fun. Yeah. But Chicago, best yeah. pizza around. Yeah. Oh, it was. You know what I didn't realize about Chicago pizza? The sauce goes on top of the cheese. Yeah. yeah. So what you do? It was like this thick. So it was literally it? like a pizza pie, and they give you a pie. That's what it's called, a pizza pie. Yeah, and you're eating it like it's falling apart. You're just this. loving it. One oh, slice, yeah. you're full. There's man. this one place in Chicago that does the swirl over top with the uh, with the sauce, and it's all about the sauce because that's the main component of yeah. the pizza. Yeah. It's, it's all about the sauce. Come on. I think yeah. we want to eat pizza right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm not allowed to eat pizza right now. Uh oh. Uh-oh. The warden said no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's right. Well, look, by. guys, this is super cool yep. to finally meet you and yep. get to hang out a little. For sure, for sure. Uh, us local podcasters, we need to stick together. That's yeah. right. Everyone's got to. Everyone's got to. Everyone's got to get together and help support each other. Help everyone grow so we can make a uh, even extend the community to you know people who might not listen to this or might not like this. They might watch something or listen to something, then become interested. Which it's just growing the community. That's what Absolutely, it's all about. Absolutely, totally. I'm 100 percent with that, man. And uh, congratulations and welcome. 
Thank you. The adventure. Thanks. Uh, you know, uh, I look forward to uh, seeing how it rolls out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. So, have you ever been to a fan expo yet? None. This is the first anything of anything I've ever been. I know. Other than other than behind. Other than behind. Yeah, we did a uh, we did a uh, an online bet. No. Okay. Not even close. Okay. Uh, I don't even really. Know, I didn't know what what it was. Well, but we did a uh, an online oh, bet with yeah. another guy who's on the cast with us on who would win in a fight. I'm a big CSI Miami fan. Oh, my wife's okay? a freak. And CSI it was freak. who would win in a fight, Horatio Kane or Mike Ditka? Ooh. Okay. And um, uh, of I course, go Ditka myself. See, Kane's my guy. That's uh, the, I voted he, for Kane. He's the best. He's the best. <laughs> but but more people voted for Ditka, so I'll be. Uh, friends my friends out. voted me out. Yeah. So I'm probably going to be appearing at. Uh, Did uh, they know what the bet was? Yeah. So no matter loser, what you put there, they were probably going to Loser's the a other, brony right? at a con, so uh, <laughs> this is my get my feet wet con. I might have to go full brony at uh, Fan Expo. Whoa, you don't That's know what you'll be in for, dude. What's that? You won't get to walk it's, very far. It's like, going to be. This is going to be the story of my life. Awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> so fun. I'll tell you what, uh, my very good friend Jay Fosgett uh, draws the My Little Pony comics. So when you're in the suit and we get a picture of it, I'll get him to do up a little caricature for you. Oh, that'd be priceless. Uh, of you as your favorite pony. <laughs> I have to apologize to my wife. <laughs> so what, what, tell me what the shirt looks like. Oh, I got a shirt of uh, uh, Jesus snuggling with a uh, rainbow dash. Oh. Yes. Italian. And we're probably gonna find a we're probably gonna find a horn. Uh, Fucking Italians are the best. A buddy of mine. Uh, <laughs> a buddy of mine had a kid recently. This guy's name's Frank, right? Uh, As they all good. are. Yeah. <laughs> Married a very good friend of Frank mine, Lori. So I'm outside, uh, and I'm having to smoke. My wife comes out, and she's like, uh, so Lori had her baby. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's super cool. And uh, I said, don't tell me. Frank Jr.? And she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, had to be. Had to be. That's the way it is. you got to have somebody carry on the Surprise family name. Well, especially when it's Frank, Frank though. Well, I've got daughters. I'm going to name your daughter Frank. Francesca. 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 <laughs> well, it was definitely having you on the show was great. And hey, no, I'm I really on your show. Having the chat, taking the time, guys, yeah. and hanging out—it's really cool. That's right, we got one show, we got another show, like like a mashup. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Boo. Boo him out. Boo him out. So new and excitable <laughs> and fresh and pure to all this—it's fantastic. And scared. You know? Crosspod is like a new term, a new exciting term. I miss those days, eh? <laughs> I'm holding back the tears of afraid. Nice. All right, and just and it. Oh, yeah. And it, uh, where can they tell my kids where they can find it though? DroidsCanada.com. And where can we find yours? Anelegantweapon.ca. Anelegantweapon.ca. I wasn't willing to pay the extra dollar for .ca. Well, no, com was stolen. Uh, Anelegantweapon.com is some photographer who takes like pictures out somewhere, and he he took it. So I had to go with the CA, but I don't mind because it's for Canada, bitches. There you go. It's yeah. what it's all about. So. Anyways, we're going to end this off with a bye-bye. Take it easy. <laughs>